Wyatt, and welcome back to the Tech River, the podcast where we talk about everything to do with tech. Phones, servers, networking, you name it. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Tim. And today we're going to be talking about the shiny new M2 chip that Apple unveiled a couple of weeks ago at WWDC. This can be found in the new 13-inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar and is soon to be unveiled in the redesigned M2 MacBook Air. Which is coming sometime this month in July. They promised that at least. It's been reported, however, that the SSD speeds in the base model 13-inch MacBook Pro have been half of what they were with the previous version. And mind you, the new release, which has half the speeds, is somehow more expensive? Well, they didn't change anything. All they did is put in a new chip, and they've made 100 Australian dollars more expensive, which I think is an absolute rip-off. For slower SSD speeds. That makes no sense to me. And who knows, we might end up ranting on about Apple's naming scheme. I hope not, but it's the inevitable ending. Well, I mean, we've already done one take and we've already had a problem with the naming scheme, so (laughs) that sort of says how we're going. Yes, (laughs) all the outtakes that you guys don't have to hear. Um, Do you want to explain why it's being so slow and then I can sort of talk about that? So originally, um, YouTuber Max Tech um, did some Blackmagic disc speed tests and found that, shockingly, the... um, the speeds of the SSD were actually around half the speed, as we mentioned earlier. Now, when they did a few teardowns of these computers, they found that the SSD NAND chips um, were actually... They used On the previous M1 MacBook Pro, there were 228GB NAND storage drives. Um, but on the new one, there's only one 256GB NAND SSD, which means that um, because there's only one chip to be able to write to, you end up with half the speed, whereas before you had the two chips so you could um, be more efficient and double them up. So that's why it's halved. However, it's important to note that this only applies to the base models. So the higher spec models from 256 gig and higher um, have the full speed SSD. And this was confirmed by uh, YouTuber Aaron Zolo from his YouTube channel Zolotech. I recommend going and checking him out. He's a He's really good YouTuber. very good. Goes into a lot of detail. But... Um, and as well as Max Tech, um, who did the initial speed test and found this out. But um, I think we can leave those in the description below, those channel links. Yes, hopefully we should be able to. We're on a new platform as well, so we're sort of just yeah. teasing out all the issues. But anyway, that, that the 512 has 256 gig, and then the 1 terabyte has two 512 gig NAND drives, which means you have the double the storage, so, uh, sorry, double the speed. Um, mm. So... That's a fine, and so if you want to get the full speeds, then make sure you upgrade the storage. Yeah, or um, possibly wait for the M2 MacBook Air. However, we haven't confirmed it because we're still waiting for it to be released. Come on, Apple, we're still waiting. My assumption is that if they, if the Pro suffers from this issue, then I would assume that the Air would as well, considering yes. it's cheaper. Yep. However, nothing would really surprise me at this point because oh, yeah. they have that the Air, in my opinion, is a much better package than the Pro. It's got better everything except mm. for the slightly more binned um, CPU. So, I mean, if I was buying it, I'd definitely go the M2 Air. But Unless you love the touch bar. <laughs> love the touch bar. That might be another podcast uh, later down the track. <laughs> but, um, yeah. The, we we still got to wait for reviews on the M2 yeah. Air. So I, I probably wouldn't recommend just pre-ordering it unless you need it straight away because, I mean, they could sell out quite quickly. But oh, yes. I think reviews are important um, at this point. Yeah, mate, so. especially at the price point that you're going to be paying for one of these computers, you do definitely want to make sure it's a good buy. Even with Apple having their return windows and stuff, 
I th- I would say it's a hassle at best. I've never used it, but it would be a hassle at best. Anyway, um, a way that I like to explain the Nanship thing, I've used this with friends and family and it has worked quite well, is I like to think of it like a water tower. So if you have one 20-litre water tower and one pipe that can do a litre a second, you're going to get one litre a second. However, if you split that across two water towers that can hold 10 litres each, you now have two one-litre pipes, which means you can get two litres a second. What this means is that if you have two NAND chips, you have double the amount of lanes or buses, um, which in this RNG would be the pipes. So you can get the information twice as fast because there are two chips with two separate data access points per se that you can read and write to. Yeah, actually, that's a very helpful analogy. Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the first time I've heard that from Tim as well. And oh, that, thanks. Yeah, that, that, I think that makes it easy for someone who doesn't mean um, who maybe doesn't know as much about this stuff to understand. Uh, and as Tim said, his family seemed to understand that yes. quite well. All right, so now after that analogy, it leads me on to some possible reasons um, that Apple may have decided to do this. Now, a lot of you, um, including myself, when I first saw this, um, was <laughs> went straight to the, jumped to the conclusion that Apple did it because they want more of your money so that they can upsell you on a high spec Apple model. Apple. Yeah, and we've seen them do similar things to this in the past. <laughs> um, so that doesn't surprise me if that's the case. No, it doesn't. However, I think there's a few other possible explanations. So one of them um, is that the 128 gig NAND SSDs um may not have been getting used all that much in all the different machines because the um the um it's this very specific use case for the base model so those 128 um gigabyte nan chips you can apple really can only use them in the base model um, 13-inch MacBook Air and MacBook Pro, whereas they have a lot of other laptops, like the 14- and 16-inch MacBook Pro, and then they also have their other uh, computers, such as the M1 Mac Mini, the Mac Studio, iMac. the iMac, and them being out, they can use their 256 gig chips in a lot in a wide variety of devices. With many different configurations, but the yeah. 128 were only getting used on the base model because that's the only configuration they could be used in ever since they axed the base model 128 gig back in the um, Intel, I think that the last one. Oh, the good old Intel days. That 2019. Was <laughs> 2019. So. I'm so glad we're past Intel. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but as to whether, I mean, the M1 MacBook Air is still on sale for 1500 Australian dollars. Yes. Uh, I think that works out to be 999 US. Yeah. Um, now... As to whether maybe that's a better deal than the M2 MacBook Air, it's hard to say until we actually see the reviews. But, I mean, that's got the full fat SSD, so... Yeah, and the M2 MacBook Air would also get you a better um, a better webcam, a... Pretty much better. Yeah, pretty much better. Better keyboard, better speakers, well, I think. Yeah, well, better keyboard, debatable, if you like the touch bar. I also want to just add another um, speculation... Of, as to why there is now only the 256 gig NAND chips and there's only one of them, which, uh, mind you, I don't think we touched on this earlier, but during the teardowns that um, iFixit and a few other people have done, there are actually the connectors on the logic board um, for the second NAND chip. Well, in my opinion, that's just because they haven't changed anything about the machine. So <laughs> it's quite obvious. Um, but... Anyway, but nothing really... 
Another thing I want to touch on is that it, some people have speculated that it may also be because of the ongoing chip shortage, which we have been experiencing for a few years now. Um, and some people have said, oh, it might just be because Apple can't access these chips and it was better for them to just go for the 256 models. Mm. Um, as far as I know, and I will update this in the description or comments or whatever it is if I am wrong, but as far as I know at this point in time, Apple has not released any official statements on as to why this is. Um, Unlike so, the stage manager debacle on iPad, where they had a few statements about that, and then they ended up contradicting themselves. That's stay for another tuned, topic. Yeah, stay tuned for another podcast about stage manager and uh, the very long and twisted road that we got there and the strange explanations. Very strange. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I think that could be another possible reason because of the ongoing chip shortages, but... Yeah, I yep. don't think it was right for them to do it, since as you are paying more. But in another way, I do think maybe it was justified. Look, um, for base model users, which these computers are aimed at, um, there's they're not really going to notice this because I, I like in when you're just doing web browsing and you're doing just normal application use. You, you're not really going to notice the difference. It's more when it comes into when you're doing professional workflows that you might actually notice the difference. But really, if you're doing those sort of workflows, then uh, these computers aren't really designed for mm. that. Like the M2 MacBook Air, well, like we already know that the M2 chip runs hotter than the M1. Yes. I am concerned. It's, even, it's in an even thinner chassis than the previous M1 MacBook Air. So there could be sing significant... Um, thermal throttling on that. So we'll I report mean, back later on yeah, that. Yeah, we just have to see the reviews. But yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's sort of hard to know mm. what's a good buy at the moment. So that's what like I wouldn't recommend going out and pre-ordering one of these Macs. No, I would definitely say wait for the reviews to come in. They 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 will pretty much flood in all across YouTube at a pretty similar time yeah, as everyone yeah. rushes to get their <laughs> videos out. And um, like we said earlier, Zolo Tech, that YouTube channel, I'm sure he would have a video out quite quickly and it would be a very comprehensive guide. So again, we'll leave his channel link in the description. Oh, ping comment or whatever it is again. <laughs> We're still working this out. And just as a side note, I think, in my opinion, he does the best coverage of all the software updates, like beta updates and all that. Um than anyone else on YouTube, so <laughs> I'm if you're sure. interested in those sorts of things, like living on the bleeding edge and installing the first developer beta on your main <laughs> device, then uh, yeah, definitely check him out. Cause, yes, um, you can have a poke around his um, YouTube channel if you're interested. Um, yeah, so I don't actually think we know exactly how long we've gone for. We probably should have started a timer or something. <laughs> Look at how professional we are. Um, but I think we might uh, wrap it up here. Yeah, so stay tuned for our next podcast, which um, uh, we don't actually know what it will be. It's but, a surprise. Um, it's yeah. a surprise. It might so, not even be next week. We don't know. It's a surprise. Just leave it at that. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for tuning into the Tech River podcast and stay tuned for our next episode. Um, maybe share the podcast with someone that you know if you enjoyed it and you think they'll get some good use out of it. Uh, once again, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time.